0: Welcome to the final couch potato diary of 2021. My name is Peter Klein, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. Clearwater Cleaning Solutions offers commercial and residential cleaning in Calgary and surrounding areas. They follow a green clean program and are committed to providing products and services to clients that minimize the environmental impact while still delivering high performance. Yesterday was all about celebrating the world of professional wrestling. This day is about dragging it through the mud. It is the worst of 2021 from the world of professional wrestling. Who disappointed? Who should have been used better? Which matches set us up for big things and brought us crashing back down? Yesterday was a good reminder of how great things are in professional wrestling. Today will bring us right back down to earth. Here is uh, the worst of professional wrestling once again with myself and Giorana. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for an audio therapy lesson uh, yesterday, we got the good. We were feeling great, buzzing after it. I went and played wrestling video games after. You just feel good about things. Today is the day we get to vent. I believe Festivus works very well for this, as oh, it, is, it is yeah. the um, the the work very very timely pop culture reference from 1993. It is time, um, <laughs> which kind of ties in with WWE. Uh, time for the worst of professional yeah, wrestling yeah. in 2021. I'm Peter Klein, the band back together again with Giorana. Uh, gee are you ready to just kind of cleanse the soul uh, of the the worst of 2021 from a pro wrestling standpoint
1: yes and you will have to give like here's here's the beauty of what we're doing right now as compared to what we did with the same type of format a few years ago a few years ago we had a time limit right now now i mean you give me a topic you kind of just have to let me uh rant and rave for a little bit and and you can't really tell me hey hey we got to be out in 15 minutes yeah no no no, this is uh yeah this is this will be therapeutic hopefully yeah Uh, the other advantages you know we're talking about negatives but yes
0: uh, the the other advantage is you're allowed to swear this time um it's true i can uh all right let's start with worst male wrestler of the year and we kind of talked about this yesterday i do want to state this was a much harder list to put together than i thought it was going to be um because like in the the couple years that we did this it was kind of okay well this is our wwe year in in review and i'll be honest like there's wwe certainly pops up more than the none it did yesterday um Mm. but there isn't even as much wwe like i just felt wwe this year was just kind of like obviously they're the biggest wrestling company in the world but from a list standpoint they were just kind of irrelevant they'll 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 come up here today but I had to, oh, right, that happened in WWE this year. Like, they just, they weren't front of mind pro wrestling for me this year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, my worst male wrestler of the year, uh, my two that I picked are both from WWE. So uh, okay. not a great start for that. <laughs> um, honorable mention to Jackson Ryker um, that, Piece like, of shit. Well, there you go. Same. Uh, <laughs> I think you summed that up. But his, his feud with Elias, which is bad. You have Rotten Tomatoes being thrown at some point when they were feuding with RK Bro. And like, he's not good in the ring. He's not good at being a human being. And yeah. so um, he gets the honorable mention for me. To me, worst wrestler of the year was Omos. Um, he he okay, takes yeah. the mantle yeah. away from Bad Luck Folly for the, the big lumbering guy yeah, in yeah. the ring. And I think the reason he goes over the top for me is because one of the best wrestlers in the history of the industry yeah. was yeah. tied up with this guy for one <laughs> yeah. goddamn year and yeah. AJ Styles deserves better. So yeah. for, for dragging AJ Styles into his mediocrity,
1: I give Omos worst wrestler of the year. And it's funny you mentioned that Omos. So I have two Omos is in the mix. Like he is, it's again, one A, one B. Almas uh, is there, brought up way too quick, and yeah. they just ended a feud like uh, what was fairly recently, like a few days ago. Um, and so, I'm I'm almost cringing at what they're going to bring Almas in next. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, my one B, <clears throat> okay, I'm going purely off of booking here. Cap. Okay. The in-ring product that this man comes in with is fantastic, but I'm going off of booking gear. So keep that in mind, okay? Okay. Carrion Cross. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh, I like that. Yeah. He was booked laughably at best. Called up from NXT, which in recent years is never a good sign. And then when you're on the main roster, no Scarlet Bordeaux, and instead you're losing in your main roster debut and you have a fucking stupid helmet and ultimately released because they paired you with a fucking stupid helmet yeah no that's a good one that's really good short-sighted booking and ultimately a waste of an incredible talent yeah yeah and it seems like he's doing movies now like i don't even
0: know if he's coming back to the world of pro wrestling um he has hair which is weird um, yeah. but yeah, no, that's, that, that is a, that's a really, really good one. Um, and if, if we were to do worst booked, we'd be here all day. Um, oh, yeah. and, uh, Ricochet would like, we'd have to name the award after him. Cause that, how do you My screw that God. guy up? Yeah. Uh, all right. Worst female performer of the year. This one, like uh, yesterday with best, uh, female performer of the year, that one was easy for me. It was Britt Baker with a bullet this year. It's easy for me again. Uh, it is Eva Marie with a bullet and I don't even have yeah. an honorable mention.
1: Yeah. 100%. Um, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with all these promos. Them pairing her up with Dewdrop was weird. That feud was also terrible. The fact think- that Piper Nevin is
0: now called Dewdrop right? it just makes it right automatic. Yeah. Just because she was associated with that makes
1: her the worst of the year. Yeah, and and yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, I do have uh, a few honorable mentions though. Okay, I got two of them. And again, kind of going back to Worst Mill, uh, this one, my first one is is booking. And that's Shayna Baszler. Mm hmm. Yep. A legitimate badass. Kick the shit out of anyone, but yet is scared of a fucking doll. And again, it's booking. Uh, yeah. Characters. Character is an absolute joke and it's super sad to see because she is legitimately talented. And yep. my other worst um, Nia Jax. Yeah. Yeah, historically, not the best ring performer and seems very clunky and out of sorts sometimes. And she even said afterwards after she was released, uh, she doesn't plan on returning to the ring anytime soon. So who knows? But uh, I those are my two honorable mentions. And again, Shayna Baszler in the ring incredible but the way that she's booked you can't have a legit badass be scared of fucking dolls yeah um i, I do uh, sorry i want
0: to double bet there was a point that i wanted to make on the the worst of the year that i forgot about um with, with Omos, and it kind of ties in with uh, i do have an honorable mention for worst female of the year and that's um live morgan um, oh yeah i, I yeah. felt like some I'll of the to stuff her pretty soon some of the stuff was really good but some of the stuff was really bad and the the bad part was the promos and that to yeah. me was one of the times where i was like I can, oh, yeah. I can actually see why they wanted to overhaul NXT because, like, yeah. you look at the people who came out of the Performance Center and, like, the, the, the talented people came out. But in terms of, like, developing people, Liv Morgan was in the, the PC for a while. And yeah. the fact that she's coming out with that promo ability would concern yeah. me about what's going on there.
1: And then you look at how...
0: Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no.
1: Good. Um, I, I was just gonna say, like, I, I'll, I'll get to her pretty soon with uh one of the categories moving here. Okay. But, uh,
0: um, and then with um with Omos tying it back into NXT, what they're doing now, Omos is the perfect fit, right? Like, they want yeah, bigger. Exactly. They want bigger dudes and who are kind of raw, who need development. Like Omos, if Omos was in, in NXT right now, I would have no problem with him whatsoever. Sure. He's a developmental project give her a go I have no problem with that it's the fact that he's tying up AJ Styles on Raw that that is giving me the uh the issue but that the Liv Morgan to me was one of the ones where I was like I disagree with how extreme they went with changing up things at NXT but I at least see why there would be frustration there because like Liv the amount of time she was
1: there should be a more ready-made product than she was yeah exactly and you know you mentioned the Raw Big guy mentality. Like, I wonder what they're gonna do with Gable Steves Steveson. Yeah, because uh, I don't like they've they've hinted at him on Raw and whatnot. But I wonder if if he's gonna be an NXT mainstay. He should be because he is Raw or if he has enough talent to actually make it to the main roster. So I wonder what they're going to do with him. But yeah. Yeah. Almost should be in NXT right now.
0: Yeah. What I would do with Stevenson, I would, I would have him, Stevenson. Stevenson. Sorry. Uh, They're probably going to just change his name to Stevenson though. So (laughs) uh, (laughs) Chad Gable Stevenson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chad Gable, Jason, Jordan Stevenson, the third. Um, I think what I would do, I would have him on NXT but have like prospect updates on raw, you know, like okay, have, yeah. have him wearing like the raw stuff and him be like a top prospect and like how you get like different updates on top prospects. When you watch like a blue Jays game or a flames sure, game or something yeah. like that, I, I would do that with him. I think that'd be an interesting way of, of kind of going about things. Um, worst tag team. I'll go first. Cause you already mentioned them both individually uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, yeah. yeah. that whole, <laughs> that whole feud just bugged like, we had yeah. too many this year of the will the these two don't get along, but now they're tag team. Will partners. they coexist? Right, exactly. That was basically the entire men's and women's tag team divisions this year. Yeah. Um. So they they get the the nod for me. A couple honorable mentions. Um. Just because of how disappointing it was, Nikki Ash and oh Rhea God. Ripley as the tag yeah. team as well. So so that was
1: my worst tag team. Okay. Was, yeah just because like both women were at the highest of highs yes and then all of a sudden smushed together and now are a tag team what the fuck yeah yeah like if you would have told me
0: a couple years ago all right Rhea Ripley is fighting for a women's title at Wrestlemania and Nikki Ash is going to win a women's title at some point in the year I'm like okay these are two like pillars of the company now (laughs) and it's nope no 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 no, no. No, Um, no 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 on the the men's side um, I didn't necessarily say we should specify, but I do just want to give an honorable mention, and this pains me, because I find them, um, or I have found them in the past, wildly entertaining. Their podcast has been great. It has given us different um, terminology that we can use. Oh this, my god, yeah. <laughs> this was a damn shit year for the Good Brothers. Like they, it, yeah, they, yeah. they get released, and it's, it's not great, and it was an interesting move going to Impact, but then like, they added nothing to AEW. I don't feel the need to tune in to watch them on impact wrestling. Like this was a really bad year. I thought for the, the good brothers.
1: Yeah. And that pains me as well, because again, what a podcast and it's still Mm. like, it's still going on. It's still hilarious, but yeah, when they first showed up to AEW, I was like,
0: Oh,
1: this is going to be great. Um, but with that though, you moving forward and you kind of touched on it with uh the best of with travel restrictions and and with things hopefully hopefully moving forward in in a positive way maybe they might bring in the good brothers and you have bullet club versus former bullet club
0: yeah i think that would be great i think that would be really good
1: and i mean the, the impact has kind of already done that with old bullet club with Gallows and Anderson versus New Bullet Club, like Impact, has kind of sort of done that already. Um, but in terms I, of, A- I think New
0: Japan can do it again, and
1: people yeah. would be okay. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to say, "Oh, they're putting Impact." Uh, yeah. I, I think they'd probably be okay. Yeah. So I mean, like with them, like yeah, that pains me to, to to hear that, and also to agree with it. Um, I do have. So again, uh, recapping, my worst tag team was Nikki Ash and Ripley, right? Uh, Uh, A few honorable mentions on the men's side, Ziggler and Rude. Mm. uh, Mace and T-Bar. Oh, that's a good call. Oh, yeah. I feel bad that I missed that. No, it's fine. Nope. Everybody else did either. (laughs) But yeah. Um, One more that I want to mention, and we kind of brought them up. Um, They're more a
0: faction than a tag team. I'm kind of over Bullet Club. Like I'm the every every evil match is the same. Every El yeah. Fantasma match is the same. Now every show match is the same, yeah. um, and Show could stop with the unprotected chair shots as his gimmick anytime now, and I'd be very <laughs> happy about that. Yeah. Um, but I just if if we went into 2022 and they did what you said, where it's the old Bullet Club against the the new Bullet Club, I would have that as the end of the Bullet Club because I just okay. I think it's run its course. I, I don't yeah. think that like you're not seeing the t-shirts everywhere now, um, yeah. like evil at least they tried something like I, I i will never fault them for trying what they tried with evil it just didn't work and it hasn't worked and they're still trying it and it's been tough with jay white over in north america all year but i just yeah it's been a really bad year for bullet club
1: bad year for bullet club bad year for new japan like as, as yeah. you mentioned in or yesterday like they, well we mentioned it like they started off with a fucking bang new japan yeah. did for the first few months, it was just like, Holy shit, this is gonna be the year of Ibushi, this is gonna be the year of New Japan, even though AEW is doing great things. But then I think a lot of that has to do with injuries and then travel restrictions, then then Japan shutting down. And so, like, really, the, it's I, I would blame the pandemic for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and of course, injuries as well, because Osprey getting injured, abushi getting injured, like your two top guys essentially moving forward for the year are on the shelf and excuse me. And yeah, with, with the bullet club, uh, again, with Jay white being basically stranded in America. And honestly, like you could see the fall of bullet club as soon as Kenny and the Bucks left.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, you really could. And they, they've tried and I think it's just time to to just cut that one.
1: Uh, It's it's still an incredible shirt. Like I still have my bullet club shirts. I still have a sticker on my laptop. Like, it's still one, one like to me. Bullet Club always holds like a, a a an important part of my wrestling fanhood. Yeah, because it it got me back into wrestling, and 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 that's that was huge for me because, mm-hmm. like, it, it was at one point the coolest fucking thing in the world. Like it it's it's it ruled wrestling for for yeah. a really for a good chunk of time there.
0: Yeah, like I, I I agree, and I I think it is one of the more important factions of the last like five or ten years because yeah. of what it meant for New Japan in North America and how they were able to to kind of infiltrate here in North America. I just think we we've, we've kind of got to the like yeah. we've kind of got to the buff bagwell point with the NWO now. Yeah. where it's like, ah, yeah, we're probably, <laughs> we're probably good. Yeah, just waiting for Scott Stein just to kind of promo now. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. All right, your your worst or most disappointing match of the year
1: couple here uh uh, zombie matchup backlash oh that's a good one yeah that was fucking stupid i like i get it and we kind of just touched on it you want to try something new you want to try something different but this was fucking hard garbage like this reminded me of like the the fiend match at wrestlemania a few years ago with the bugs and shit yeah on on the canvas like that that was I, i thought it was dumb Um, and like the match itself was pretty boring. I'm not going to lie. Like nothing against Priest and Miz, but like when I think of great wrestling matches, those two don't always jump to mind. And maybe that's my fault for not watching a whole lot of their stuff, but like, yeah, like just the stipulation itself kind of outshone the shittiness of, of, of the entire situation. And, and kind of speaking of fucking stupid Orton versus Alexa Bliss at Fastlane. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, and, and I get it. Like, it set up Orton versus Fiend at Mania, which also fucking sucked, by the way. Uh, I don't know what the hell they were thinking there. And also the ending to uh, Roman and Balor at Extreme Rules was bullshit, and that ruined the match a little bit for me. Like, that with the ropes cutting off, like... Yeah. I was like, what are you doing here? What? Like, come on. And, and yeah, so a couple there, but I would probably go with uh, Zombie Match, yeah. That's a good one. And yeah, like... I will never fault a
0: company for trying things like yeah. evil or trying things like yeah. Jinder Mahal winning the world title. Like just because it didn't work doesn't mean it wasn't worth trying, but sure. this one was purely a money grab, right? Like this yeah. wasn't a, yeah, exactly. Th- th- this wasn't a, well, I mean, creatively, let's see what it's like if zombies are wrestling. Like, no, 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 no. This was, they wanted to make movie off of or money off of some movie. And so they, they brought that in. We'll get to another part of that uh, a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, mm with other different movie tie-ins um a couple more <laughs> uh a couple more that i had becky lynch against uh bianca Belair air gets my official nod just because of what that uh, signified I'll, I'll, yeah i'll get to that pretty soon here too <laughs> yeah. yeah what what that meant for the rest of the year and yeah. how that kind of killed the momentum of someone so that one oh gets it for me God. honorable mention just because of the end the uh, exploding barbed wire death match in AEW, where
1: it it ended with a bit of a whimper. Um, Yeah, it did, it did. So that's like, yeah. It's funny because like I was contemplating on putting that in here and, but then I was just like, well, the actual match itself was fantastic. And unlike Balor versus Reigns, like Balor versus Reigns match itself was good, but comparatively to Omega versus uh, Moxley, that match was better. Yeah, And so the ending to both those matches sucked. One just took out the wind out of my sails more than the other did. Yeah, no, that's completely fair. Um, all
0: right. Worst moment of the year. Uh, again, I put the, the death match ending in AEW. Uh, another one, like you said, Karrion Cross loses to Jeff Hardy. For me, my, my um, winner for this one, I guess... It's one that turned me off an entire company for the rest of the year to the point where I haven't started watching them again. Moose winning the impact title from Josh Alexander <laughs> after um, after Josh Alexander wins it from uh, Christian Cage. Yeah, uh, that one. It, it just like I get like the, the heat and putting someone over and everything like that, but it just. It felt like you were overbooking it. It felt like they were trying too hard. And to me, that was just like the, okay, well, I don't need to watch Impact anymore. And I haven't since. So that was yeah.
1: that was kind of it for me. Well, what's your uh, worst moment of the year? Well, hold on. Going back to uh, the Alexander and Moose thing, that, that's funny for me because, yes, I was planning on putting it on here. But also, funny little backstory with that is, that was around uh, the time of my birthday. And you would text me. You were like, hey, man, happy birthday. How's it going? And I said, Not great alexander just lost a moose <laughs> and aside from that also not great yeah and then, yeah like i you, you texted back and you're like yeah i don't know what the hell they were thinking and like to me i was just like well if they really wanted to just have it on the record that hey josh alexander was your champion at one point moose was your champion at one point but i was just so fucking deflated by that like yeah the, the the story moving forward with josh alexander this guy has been a company guy like he he is everything that he does in the ring is fluid it is painful to watch but it is fantastic yeah and then all of a sudden you have moose and and like it, it's i don't you know, even
0: i don't even mind moose it's just no, like but
1: like just the the, the the way that they went about it like you, they, you could have built something here but all of a sudden no it's it's just gone yeah and then like a few like you mentioned you haven't watched impact well fucking josh alexander gets beat by minoru suzuki a few weeks later and nothing against suzuki but like josh alexander should be booked as your champion and should be booked strong yeah what have they done with him? and and that's that's painful to watch because i love watching josh alexander
0: yeah and and it was just it was the perfect build-up right like he starts as a tag team guy then he works his way through the x division and now he's at the main event level and now like it's I didn't have a, a spot to put him on here. Um, but it's kind of Cesaro-esque where like Cesaro yeah, gets a big win at 100%. WrestleMania. And now he's putting over the weird British guy. Um, like it's, yeah, um, it, it was just, it was so disappointing. And I get like, you could now build a blood feud of Josh Alexander against Moose. But like you said, then you beat Alexander a couple of weeks later. And it just, it's like, why didn't you just go with Moose against
1: Christian in the first place? Like I just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you mentioned him being a tag team guy. I wonder when Alexander's contract is up and if he shows up at AEW and if they tag him again with Ego Page or them two have a feud. Because them two having a feud would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Ethan Page versus Josh Alexander, that is money right there. Because Ethan Page is not really doing a whole lot. Like, I'm not a huge fan of... uh, the current gimmick but like ethan page versus josh alexander should be a thing yeah hopefully moving forward um yes yeah. so, sorry go ahead. on that but i i agree with you like that, that that was a shitty moment and and yeah like i i hate what they've done with josh alexander recently because he is legitimately one of the best wrestlers in the world yeah um but my worst moments uh i do have a few but number one Has to be Bel Air losing to Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, Just way to deflate momentum, potential face of your company in under 30 seconds. 30 fucking seconds. And all because you wanted to make some waves in the news cycles. Like Bianca, like we mentioned it in best of the year yesterday. Coming off again, like a Kota Ibushi type of year. Like started off the year strong, winning the Rumble. Then winning at Mania. And in, in your moment of the year, which I, I don't disagree with whatsoever, but like since then, what the fuck? She <laughs> yeah. lost. To, she lost by DQ in a rematch to Lynch, and that was just absolute bullshit. Yeah. Um. So so that's my number one worst moment of the year. A few others. Uh, Nikki Ash losing to Charlotte because Charlotte just needed another title reign. Yeah. Like, what the fuck. Uh, Also the weird interaction between Charlotte and Becky Lynch during that title ceremony thing at, at the draft. That was stupid. Mm -hmm. I I think that was just pure ego getting in the way of something that shouldn't have really been a major thing in the first place. If, if if that makes sense, Uh, WWE splitting up the hurt business. I know they've gotten, Oh, that's a good one. I know they've gotten back together, but like the magic is gone. Like the mad, like, what they had in the first place I was <clears throat> legitimately pretty happy with with what they had from the get go and then all of a sudden they're split now they're back together but Shelton Benjamin just doesn't look the same again neither does it her business as a whole yeah um also like beyond just moments um one of the worst feeling or one of the shittiest feeling things about this year aside from uh, WWE cuts which I will get to soon uh roh and the way that the company just kind of ended yeah yeah like yeah. that's that that's that has to be like a shitty moment of the year for me i guess
0: yeah no that that's a good one and that's going to come up for me uh a little bit later on as well okay. um so yeah but no that those all, all those were good like the, the bianca one it's just you had two of the most over baby faces yeah. right there with yeah. bianca and becky and now you yeah. have none right like becky is not an yeah. over baby face like no the crowd kind of wants her to be um but she is not and you have bianca that you've taken all the air out of that balloon and it is so tough to create that moment again like when when you stumble i don't even think they stumbled upon that like i thought that was genuinely them actually building something up well and Mm -hmm. just not knowing how to follow through with it so no that's no, you're right. Like that one. So, so, so bad. Yeah. Um. Worst on the mic for this year. I, I will pass it over to you
1: for worst okay. on the mic this year. Uh, Mentioned it before has to be Liv Morgan. Um, yeah. Delivery is forced. Like you can just tell she's reading straight from a script and trying to put some emotion into it, but it doesn't translate well. Like it just doesn't. Like they're feeding her lines one week and then contradicting those lines the next week. Like with the whole crying thing with Lynch. Yeah. And and it's just like, she almost sounds like a child out there. And, and yeah, that that's my worst on the mic. And by the way, Becky's new fucking character trying to do her best Conor McGregor impression and making people call her big time bank Bex or whatever, dude, I find it lame. I feel yeah. cringy to be honest. <laughs> I agree.
0: And actually that that kind of ties in with mine. Um, amazing performer in the ring, but I basically hated every promo Will Ospreay cut this year. Yeah. Um I, I yeah. thought it was a bit too much trying to be Conor McGregor. And yeah. when he kind of stormed that New Japan strong event and tried to call a bunch of people out, like it just it didn't feel like a heel promo or like an oh my god. It felt like kind of your drunk uncle is running around telling everyone what he thinks <laughs> at at Christmas dinner. Um So I just, yeah, it it turned, it kind of turned me off. I almost had Osprey as my worst of the year because of it. Like I just, I thought he was, I thought he was so bad um, this year on the mic. And it just, I I have no, it didn't make me more interested in anything that he is doing to the point where like, I I don't really care about him at Wrestle Kingdom now, which is crazy to say.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say like, that's such a shame because he is legitimately one of the best in-ring performers, but yeah, like on the mic again, kind of with Liv Morgan, like it just doesn't translate well.
0: Yeah no um, um honorable mention a, oh, yeah, um does, yeah. happy corbin and whatever they're calling riddick moss <laughs> uh, like i i like happy Corbin. like of all of the corbins this is my favorite of the corbins <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it still finds its way on the worst of somewhere um yeah. and yeah like i
1: just i haven't appreciated anything that they have done this year yeah okay i i don't disagree with that um happy corbin like hilarious but where are you going with this? Yeah. And, and yeah, Jesus. Um, honorable mention for me, I don't need to hear Daniel Garcia talk. Mm. But, but hence why he has some of the best talkers in 2.0 by his side.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't put 2.0 in my most improved, but I could have. I yeah, I was not a of fan itself. of their whatever at, at NXT. But
1: uh, since they've come over to AEW, I've liked them a lot. Yeah, and, and, you know, you can even put, um, what's the rap duo again? Uh, oh, uh, the acclaimed. Yes, yeah, you can put the yep. acclaimed up there as well, you know. Yeah, but yeah. like, I, I find 2.0 to be absolutely hilarious, but I just don't need to hear Daniel Garcia talk. Yeah, um,
0: and they're now set up for a, a pretty fun feud with Jericho yeah. and with Kingston and stuff uh, going into next year. Speaking of which, worst feud of Ooh. 2021 Uh, Honorable mention for me, AEW versus TNA or versus impact. Um, I was, I was so excited excited when that started and then it just fizzled out. Like we got private party on impact one night. So that was, Whoa. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, that, that just fizzled so much for me, but the winner um, and this one was an easy one, honestly, for me, Rhea Ripley against Charlotte flair. This was a dreadful feud (laughs) the entire way. Um, Like, just nothing about anything that they did made any sense. You had like Charlotte saying that Rhea got herself disqualified. So she wouldn't have to face Charlotte, but like Rhea would need another title. Like it just, nothing made sense at any no. point in that feud. And it, it just,
1: it was beyond awful. So that, that yeah. was my winner for worst feud of the year. Okay. Uh, I don't disagree. I, uh, that is in my honorable mentions. Um, I do have a few options here. Um, Priest versus Miz and Morrison. I thought that was garbage. Dewdrop mm. and Eva Marie. That was stupid. Belair versus Bailey. Like, what the fuck was that? Oh, yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Well, speaking of bad, Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. That was fucking awful. Oh, that was this. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. That I just, I, I had him because he's stupid. Man, I know that this, this is yours. <laughs> but, uh, this is yours, and I'm hijacking it now, and I apologize for that. Um, uh, that whole feud just encapsulates everything that's wrong with wwe right now where they (laughs) they have okay this is our pay-per-view match this is why they don't like each other there is no (laughs) development it is everything is surface level with them like it's not well i hate him because he's stupid but also because he did this it just no i think he's stupid okay well the next week i still think he's stupid and the next week i continue (laughs) to think he's stupid there's no Uh, progression with anything in wwe like and it's, it's yeah, it, you can go that way with every feud, like with with Randy Orton and with, with the Fiend. Um, yeah, Randy Orton and the Fiend. I was gonna say with Randy Orton and Riddle, there was a chance. Oh, yeah. There was a chance where these two actually start to get along, and you can actually progress something. Instead, it's just. One guy makes stoner jokes, which like entertaining. And the other guy just rolls his eyes at him. That's it. There's been no development in this for months. And it's the same with this one. That is the perfect summary. I, I didn't realize this one triggered me as much as it did.
1: Uh, So uh, anyway, continue. (laughs) Harness it, harness it, harness it. (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah. Like the the zero linear progression with really any of their storylines. And I'll get to that pretty soon here. Um, But yeah like there are a number of worst feuds and yeah, like I, I, it's, it's hard to pinpoint just one because every week it's something different. And, and this is one of my problems with WWE. They think that their audience has the memory span of a goldfish and, and, and I get it. Like we are not their target audience. Like their target audience is kids. Right. Right. But, who watches majority of the product it's people like us even yeah. though sometimes i don't want to watch their product and i really <laughs> like it pisses me off and and it pisses me off because we get shitty feuds like this you know like yep. mention it right there orton versus the fiend like it, they culminated with some stupid fucking red light match at at mania like that was fucking dumb like what yeah. was that and then you evolve alexa bliss in there and then you evolve fucking dolls and it's just like it was a muddled mess and and like Randy Orton versus the fiend. I get it. Like th- there was some history there with Randy Orton and, and the Wyatt family, which from the get go was not a fan of, he just looked out of place in, in that entire group or, or stable or whatever. Yeah. Like that was a shitty feud and yeah. Fuck.
0: Yeah. Oh. No, that,
1: that one was bad. Um, um, also quick little note here, the whole Frankie Kazarian as the elite hunter in AEW just didn't click. Yeah, Yeah. they never went anywhere. Like, he just... I, no. I think he he like lost a match
0: and then Paige came in and that was kind of it. Um yeah. you, you touched on something there before that I, I I wanted to to kind of double back on. Um when I had um adnan on here talking about his time in WWE, he mm. was saying, like, when you get ready to do play by play for any other sport, like you go back and you look at the history, and oh well, these like yeah. these guys faced off and whatever. And he said, if you went back more than two weeks, they, they would call you an idiot. Like, why are you doing that? Don't focus on that. And he's like, Well, that's like why? Like, you have all this history to go back on. And he said if you go back even more than two weeks, it, it doesn't make sense. Like it's, no. and that that's very WWE.
1: And I thought it was a good summary of a lot of the problems they have right now. Yeah. 100%. And, and, you know, they always want to market like WWE has gone. Like they don't market themselves as a wrestling company anymore. They, they it's, it's sports entertainment. Well, the first fucking word of that is sports. Yeah you know yeah and if they were entertaining then fine but they're not (laughs) they they, they suck at the thing they want to be at
0: which is a problem yeah
1: like like (laughs) other companies are doing the sports side better than you are doing the sports side yes i'm naming AEW in this because yeah like that. there is a bit of a mess when it comes to dark and elevation but like when it comes to linear storyline progression there is something there like there really is something there and and by dark and elevation i mean you know, wins and losses 100% matter in AEW. And I find that great. Yeah. I find that fucking refreshing. Yes. And and sometimes you look at someone's record and it'll be like, you know, like 3-0. and And then the next week it's like fucking 20-0 because dark and elevation is a thing. So, I mean, yes, it, it does muddy the water a little bit. But, like, it, again, AEW is doing sports better than WWE is doing sports. You get what I'm saying?
0: Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. Um, sorry, did you... You you listed off a bunch. Did you
1: have a winner for for worst <laughs> feud? I, I couldn't. I honestly couldn't pinpoint one. Okay. Um, I, I think the biggest one that that just kind of pissed me off was uh, Air versus Bailey. Yeah. God, that one was bad. That that yeah. was that was
0: just like that. Um, that just killed a lot. That also killed a lot of momentum that Bianca had. Um, because yeah. it was just like like yeah. that. Everything that made her the EST of NXT and the EST of yeah. WWE, all that went away. And she was just like this weird, like they were trying to make her like a just generic baby face. And it didn't, it didn't work
1: at all. Which is is one of the worst things that you can do for a performer who has everything. Like she has everything. Right. Everything. Everything. And like I
0: get, like you, you want to kind of humble them a little bit if you want them to be like the face of whatever. But it's like that's not her. Like she, no. she just goes out and she's better than everyone. Like she, yeah, the, the biggest, strongest, fastest. You know, like that's an awesome character. Um, uh, yeah, I just I didn't I didn't like how they went about it. Um, biggest disappointment of the year. Um, a couple honorable mentions for me. They kind of tie together the end of yeah. the G one. Um, yeah. the, the way it ends, and then that yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of just signifies Kota Ibushi's year. Um, yeah. I thought that was, that was really disappointing WWE and new Japan, just in general, I thought were quite disappointing this year, but, um, also the women's queen of the ring tournament was Jesus just every we talk, talk about the, the TBS championship oh my God, and how yeah. great that has been. And yeah. then look at the, the women's queen of the ring. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, tomato, tomato
1: like, there. Every um, fucking match I think was under what, like a minute, two minutes. And it was just like, what are you doing? The here? whole
0: tournament was 20 minutes yeah like what the fuck and and, and that's because you know, they
1: went six and a half in the <laughs> in the final one like yeah yeah and and you know we mentioned it yesterday with best of when it comes to stardom like stardom has the best women's wrestling on the planet wwe yeah. though has the best women's roster on, on the planet yeah and what are you doing with it this shit yes yeah. this oh god
0: um but for me the the biggest disappointment of the year is the changes at nxt um like okay, it's yeah it went from being a must watch brand to yeah. uh, an unwatchable brand. I can't, I just like, I, I physically cannot watch it. Yeah. Um, Braun I'll, breaker I'll
1: that pretty soon. Yeah.
0: Braun breaker seems nice and seems yeah. neat, but the rest of it, like, it's just, this feels like the show that you work your way through to get to NXT. Like this, yeah. this feels like it should I have been Florida so. championship
1: wrestling leading up to NXT. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and it's, it shows up in this paragraph that I've written. For biggest disappointment because I legitimately did. Uh, when you <laughs> told me about when you told me about the best and worst of show, um, best of was kind of easy for me because like a lot of things may be happy this year when it comes to wrestling. But the worst disappointment, I I legitimately wrote a paragraph. So you're gonna have to stick with me on this, all right?
0: All right, go for it. The floor is yours. All right.
1: <clears throat> Can't really pinpoint a single performer, so I'm going with WWE as a whole as a whole, disappointed me. Lots of really good things though came out of the company. Roman Reigns being your top guy and being uh, just this beast. Biggie finally winning what he deserved for so long. Uh, string of pretty good quality pay-per-views, but outside of that, uh, WWE for one, and possibly the biggest point, massive cuts to the roster and staff, and then bragging about your quarterly profits when he just released these people for budgeting reasons. It's disheartening, and and it's so disheartening to see so many amazing talents being let go, especially with names like Keith Lee, Isaiah Swerve Scott, the rest of Hit Row, Chelsea Green, Ember Moon, of course Bray Wyatt. Like, why even bother getting invested with the product when you have mass releases or shitty angles? Let's be honest, hampered by start stop and hot shot booking, and it kind of brings me to another point and that's a lack of building credible challengers for champions or even credible stars. Like, you know, we mentioned Cesaro a little while ago. I've wanted, and a lot of people have wanted to be wanted to see Cesaro in the picture, only for him to lose over and over again, or a resurrection of Finn Balor to where he was when he won the universal title. But then see him win in some, or see him lose in some bullshit way with the ropes breaking. Also, Uh, Back to shitty angles, like you have talents like Mustafa Ali and Nikki Ash, who are absolutely amazing. They are incredible, but are given absolute shit material and have their legs cut out from underneath them to the point where they are basically just fucked from the get go. Uh, I get it like WWE is relying on Lesnar and maybe The Rock moving forward. But in terms of what they have on the roster, they've only really built up a few credible people and that's their champions, Reigns, Lynch and Charlotte. Uh, you can't say Big E's in the mix, but the way that they booked him recently, like he lost to Reigns already and now have, having in a storyline with Owens and Rollins and Owens and Rollins are the biggest talking points of all of that right now. Anyways, it's not Big E anymore, which is fucking sad. Yeah. Like this is this your fucking champion. And then all along with the changes of in NXT, like you just mentioned it. Uh, I haven't honestly haven't watched NXT the same way I used to. Uh, yeah, they have Braun Breaker, great, but that's pretty much it. A lot of what turns me off is that uh, Vince is booking the show instead of Triple H, and the whole thing about NXT 2.0 is that they're new, young, and edgy, but Vince is still fucking booking it. And and you have characters like Tony D'Angelo, which I think is a trash stereotype and shares the name with a piece of shit on the Carolina Hurricanes. Also, Joe Gacy's character is pretty much a puppet for Vince and how he hates cancel culture and snowflakes. And so, yeah, most disappointing thing for me this year in wrestling is WWE and also <clears throat> continued partnership with Saudi Arabia hated it back then years ago when they announced it. Now we'll continue to hate it moving forward.
0: Yeah. Nope. That's all great points. Um, <laughs> bravo, sir. <laughs> um, Yeah. I can't, I can't argue with anything in there. Um, Cause it's just like, it, it's been bad. The, the the cuts for me, um, and we'll just go like worst story of the year. Um, from a, an overall wrestling standpoint, it was the WWE cuts. And it was yeah. it, it wasn't even like they weren't even trying to hide it. It was hours after they would announce yeah. record record profits. And oh, by the way, we've cut 15 people. Um, and it, it's like like the the regularity i think was the part that got me the most because yeah like we've had this happen before right like the the week after wrestlemania it's the start of a new thing people have been called up people are going to get cut like it you can't have a roster of 150 people or whatever it is right like you are going to have to let some people go but it was just how many they let go and it's during a pandemic and it's referencing budget cuts when you like you said you're making 250 million dollars a quarter like they're getting millions of dollars per episode of Raw and SmackDown. It's yeah, it's so so demoralizing from a wrestling fan standpoint. And it just it does. It turns you off the company. Um yeah. and then kind of honorable mentions for me for worst story of the year. Ring of honor um yeah, having to, yeah. to go down. The thing that bugs me about Ring of Honor is that they did everything right. You know, like yes, they yeah. they they handled things as safely as you possibly could. They they um, paid their talent. They exactly. Did yeah, yeah they, they were safe. They paid their talent. They treated everyone with the respect that they they needed to get treated with, and it just it never, it never really worked, um yeah. or it, it never really paid off for them.
1: I guess is is kind of what right. I'm I'm saying. So and, and, and- to kind of piggyback off that point, like. When ROH announced that they are basically going out of business, I saw a lot of hate going to AEW. Like, oh, AEW took ROH out of business. Listen, motherfuckers, what was NXT originally meant for? It was meant to be a competitor and to take out ROH. Yeah, and 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 to compete with New Japan. Like, that's what NXT was originally planned for. So, like, I I'm not being like a super fanboy for AEW, but like, it's not AEW's fault that ROH was in this like really shitty position because again, like they did everything right. And it's so disheartening to see them go out the way that they did. Hopefully they have a fucking resurrection next year and and some, and something good happens. But like, yeah, like that, that, that kind of crushed me because you look at some of the best wrestlers and some of the best wrestling matches pretty much since 2000. um, They've come from ROH, like a lot of them anyways. And and yeah, and even recently, like I, I mentioned with um best of like uh, yesterday, they they still had some of the best characters and and, re- and performers, mm-hmm. you know, Jonathan Gresham, uh again, my boy Dan Housen, like you know, they yep. they have so much talent and just those the way that they went out, like it just it sucked. It really yeah. sucked it does and now you look at the wrestling
0: landscape and the the reason i tie these two together like there is room for another promotion out there um yeah and i like i don't know if it's ring of honor i don't know if it's impact like mlw i don't know if they have necessarily the the pocketbook to to bring in all of these guys i like what mlw has been doing not so much recently um i could do without enzo being on their programming and i've never never been a big davy richards guy no um but like there is room, I think, for a third professional wrestling group out there. Um, and like my my perfect fantasy booking world is Triple H leaves WWE and starts his <laughs> own thing again. Um, and we get like another level of a wrestling war that, that's yeah. going on. But yeah. no, it's it was so disappointing. Um, that, that ring of honor uh situation, just from um kind of storyline, like in the show standpoints, um yeah. the Egg hunt in WWE. Oh my God. Um, Jesus Christ. That culminated with really nothing uh, except Whoa. for Austin Theory being on TV with Vince McMahon now more. Um, Vince
1: who was talking about his irritable bowel syndrome. Right. Oh, um,
0: like this is. This isn't the Vince McMahon of old. It's just an old Vince McMahon now. Like, I I don't want to see him on TV anymore. It actually ruins
1: my childhood to watch him. You can't even hear what he's saying. He's just growling all the time. Right. Erasers. Uh, Erasers. Like, he's
0: not... He's not a good television character anymore. He's just not. No, um, he no. he doesn't he doesn't have that magic anymore. And like and, that and- whole night building up to what it felt like the Rock was going to come out. Like it felt like we were going <laughs> to get that. Even no. even though yeah. he was in Australia, we we yeah, kind of yeah. thought, okay, maybe this guy comes out at some point. And the the whole tease of everything, it was just it was so bad. And then. Um, didn't get as much attention, but I, it really bugged me that great Muda won the, uh, Noah, the GHC uh, heavyweight championship this year. Like that. I I understand appreciating a legend, but like I saw him in February of last year when I was in Japan and they were doing the tiger Hattori retirement. He came out to the ring and like, he could barely get into the ring. And yeah. so, like, if you want to use legends, fine. I, I think New Japan doesn't really well with, with guys like Nagata and Kojima and yeah. and Makabe and all of those guys. Like, if you want to even elevate one to an, a higher level, but to have him win your win world a title, title yeah.
1: It, yeah. it it kind of turned me off of Noah this year. I agree, and and that's again very sad to hear because Noah generally produces some of the best perform like best in ring performances on a year-to-year basis yeah and uh what are they doing a head-to-head with new japan this year for wrestle kingdom
0: yeah january 8th yeah. Uh, the, the third night of wrestle kingdom they're doing that which
1: like like the build-up to that has been kind of hilarious because okada is just like somebody so during your promo somebody asked okada hey so uh have you scattered any of the uh, noah guys and okada's like no <laughs> and and okada's like olympic wrestlers don't watch amateurs fight <laughs> oh.
0: yeah. well yeah and didn't like naito k- straight out came out and said yeah this is just a cash grab like i wish yeah, they would have done yeah, this exactly. before yeah. um like th- there are some interesting matches to make and like i'm yeah. i would imagine you get sonata against muda just because yeah. like that that that's like teacher versus student
1: um but yeah no, yeah that, that one by the way me. i've been wait- i've been waiting t- i've been waiting for them to fucking pull the trigger on sonata for a while yes i think so. but- I think sonata has all the fucking tools in the toolbox and it's just when are you going to do it and for fuck's sakes will i still be alive on the planet when it happens right
0: yeah no i'm i'm the same way um and i like i i thought this year was the year of abushi of like we talked about yesterday yeah. and we talked about it a bit yeah. today and that was disappointing and now like what, what i wanted for abushi i now want for sonata um they have a few yeah. that i think they could elevate um anyway yeah. what is your uh worst story of the year
1: um worst story of the year so many man there's <laughs> so, there's just so many um
0: i guess you, you, like your your biggest disappointment kind of lumped it all in together yeah, So it's just, i was just I gonna guess, say pick like, pick from there We'll we'll, we'll, we'll g, g. we'll copy and paste g's uh, rant
1: there into this spot as well as the uh, <laughs> the, the, the winner um I, I i think personally though like with with my massive rants i think the the worst story of the year was again just the releases like yeah. how do you fuck up keith lee how do how? you fuck up how do you fuck up hit row ember yeah. moon like bray wyatt and i understand like so like the dirt sheets were saying that the, one of the reasons why bray wyatt got released was because he was quote difficult to work with backstage well i don't kind of i don't blame the guy because a he's been there for forever and b you're giving him shit to work with.
0: Right, yeah. You're being difficult to work with. Yeah. Uh, like, you made, made this guy wrestle on top of bugs. You guys are being <laughs> the ones who fuck. are being
1: difficult to work with. Giving people epilepsy versus fucking Orton at Mania. Like, what yeah. the fuck?
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, like,
1: how do you fuck up Keith Lee, man? Like, Jesus. Yeah.
0: yeah, that one's bad. And to, like, we ended the the last show on a high note. Um, and yeah. I don't want to necessarily go out on a down note. But talking about WWE, because that has been... What a lot of this show has been. Uh, I was talking with uh, an old friend of our show, Mike Sempervivi, uh, the other no, day. Yeah. And like w- with AEW, w- you had this year, you had Punk and you had Adam Cole and you mm-hmm. had Brian Danielson, and like you had these moments. I don't know what WWE can do to create that kind of a moment now, you know, like there isn't that prospect in NXT that I'm like, oh shit, they've called up Shinsuke Nakamura, or they've called up Finn Balor's been called up to the main roster, or or it's the shield, you know, like, I don't know, there isn't that they've ran through all the legends like the the rock, it'll be neat when he comes back, but it's not gonna be an oh my god, Stone Cold's not coming back. I don't want to like, no the, the goldberg thing isn't necessarily that special anymore um no. although i mean, want we'll to talk about most improved his match against bobby lashley yeah. was yeah. so much better than that might have been the best goldberg match ever um yeah. but like but i mean
1: that that that's that's fucking saying something because this guy has been with the company again for what the past four or five years now yeah like it took him it took him this long them and by booking or even fucking Goldberg for that matter this long to actually get a, a good match. Yeah. Out of, out of a fucking leg. Like that's fucking sad. Yeah.
0: Um But like, I don't, I don't know what they could do to create that kind of emotion in me right now. You know, like I don't know what WWE actually can do to get me hooked back in on a, a weekly basis. And I, like, I'll, I'll come back in around the rumble and I'll probably yeah. watch weekly between rumble and mania. Um, and there's going to have to be something pretty epic in there Because it's just uh, Unless they do a talent raid of New Japan And like Okada and Tanahashi come in But even then, our first thought's going to be Oh, they're going to screw them up Like I just yeah. WWE, this this needs to be In terms of reputation A rebuilding year for WWE Because this year what Creatively And just from a um, Like overall perception of the company One of yeah. the worst they've had in my lifetime Oh my god, yeah
1: Yeah Absolutely, and and what what they're doing moving forward, like I kind of mentioned it in my rant, yeah, like they're building Lesnar versus Reigns again, but like yeah. I I was sick of it the first time around. I don't need to see it again. Now, I understand now that Reigns is a completely different character, yeah, and Lesnar is is a different character, and you you have Heyman in the mix now. So I mean, there is a bit of intrigue, but like. I didn't like it back then and and I I'm I'm not looking forward to it now because it, like the match is pretty much going to be spear superman punch f5 f5 suplex suplex uh, superman punch f5 um, superman punch bam there yeah. it is
0: like both guys have infinite special on no mercy like they just yeah yeah yeah, um, <laughs> yeah they yeah. just
1: banned it they yeah banned
0: exactly it. um so no yeah I agree and I think like if you would have asked me last year what would get you more into WWE? I think one of the things would have been Biggie wins the WWE Championship. Yeah, um, and well, he did that, and it's still just like the rest of the show is so bad that it's tough to to really get
1: into it. Again, like like the feud is basically just revolving around Rollins and Owens now. Like Biggie yeah. is kind of an afterthought, and how fucking sad is that? Yeah. And yeah, going going back to last year, if you would have asked me, I would have been like, yeah, I want to see Bianca Belair do incredible things, and yeah, she did achieve incredible things, but what happened afterwards? Is, is what's so fucking disheartening and yeah. it's 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 again my worst moment of the year like losing to lynch in 30 seconds at SummerSlam. like jesus fuck what was yeah. that like what are you thinking it's it's how to kill a character
0: 101 right and yeah. they've they yeah. have mastered that and, and yeah like you just you go back to WrestleMania. To, to WrestleMania. um well it was wrestlemania 37 right um you go mm-hmm. back to that yeah. it was 37 or 36 um also the tagline for this year is Wrestlemania um that's gonna be I don't know how we're gonna fit it in next year but the most stupendous two-night Wrestlemania in history is the worst name in the history
1: uh or the worst tagline in the history of a thing let's just go through sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say again this this is coming from and yes it was Wrestlemania 37 um it's it's again coming from your higher up who thought great balls of fire was a great name for a pay-per-view right yeah um okay so night one of wrestlemania bobby lashley
0: defeats drew mcintyre to retain the wwe championship i would argue they've kept lashley right around where he should be mcintyre is back but it took a dip like that that feud with Jinder was awful this year well he still keeps talking about a fucking sword yeah and those he doesn't need to the the, uh the 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 history lesson stories that he was doing was just terrible
1: jesus fuck
0: uh natalia and tamina are receive a women's tag team title match uh by last eliminating the riot squad of Liv morgan and ruby riot so you have one who's not with the company anymore and Mm. tamina and natalia it was a neat moment but again I, i don't feel like they really capitalized on that no uh, Cesaro defeats Seth Rollins by pinfall. Look at where Cesaro is now. That didn't yeah. help anybody. Oof. Uh, AJ Styles and Omos defeat the New Day to win the Raw Tag Team Championships. They've at least stuck with that all year. You know, like that. They've they've at yeah. least gone
1: with that. I guess. Um, and, and I mean, w- w- with the New Day, they, they like I mentioned with Best Of, when it came to Most Improved with Woods, um, they've kind of s- split off a little bit and, and really highlighted and showcased what woods has to st- has in store. And so, yeah, I mean, that's not bad, but like the fifth fucking match here, my God, Braun Strowman Sh- and McMahon. Yeah. Jesus. Like I just mentioned it for worst feuds of the year. Like what the fuck was this? Yeah. Well, and again,
0: like awful feud. Um, yeah. And now like you look at it, neither got like Braun Strowman was on TV for a bit and then he got released and Shane McMahon yeah. hasn't been on TV since like there's been, there's nothing to be gained from that one um yeah. bad bunny and damian priest defeat miz and morrison by pinfall bad bunny Again. was one of the stars of the year with, <laughs> with his performance <laughs> yeah, but if you go yeah. back and watch that like if you if you showed someone that match who wasn't into pro wrestling and then like you you talk to them now oh what's that guy who took that that flippy pile driver thing from bad bunny doing oh he got released yeah and like mrs is barely, now miz got hurt but miz hasn't really been a factor this year and damian priest is just kind of flatline like thought Yeah, Yeah. And and then you get Bianca Belair Defeats Sasha Banks, one of the great moments I thought the best moment of the year And you look at where Bianca is now um, Mm -hmm. As someone rang my doorbell Uh, You look at where Bianca is now And that's not She's she's at your door right now Just waiting to kick your ass for talking
1: bad about her right now Right,
0: yeah, exactly (laughs) Um, And then night two, Randy Orton defeats The Fiend With Alexa Bliss Alexa Bliss hasn't been on TV for months Uh, The Fiend got released And Randy Orton is just kind of where he is Nia yeah. Jackson, and Shayna Baszler defeat Natalia and Tamina. So you got mm. something great there. Uh, yeah. But we talked about before, one of the worst tag teams ever. Yeah. Kevin Owens defeats Sami Zayn. That was a fun match. Logan Paul was involved, so that sucked. Fuck him. Sheamus defeats Riddle for the United States Championship. I forgot this match existed until this exact moment. <laughs> Me too. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. Yeah. I... God.
0: <laughs> um, Apollo Crews defeats Big
1: E in this a nigerian
0: an- drum fight for the it's- intercontinental championship
1: so this was on my short list for like worst feuds of the year yeah yeah i i wanted to like this apollo thing so much and they me just too. haven't let me
0: like he he has flatlined this year now Big E has obviously gone on to, to bigger and better things rhea ripley defeats oscar to win the women's championship but again the follow-up on either of those has yeah. not been good and then Roman Reigns defeats Edge and Daniel Bryan by pinfall yeah. to win the Universal Championship. That was fine. But, like, yeah. you go through WrestleMania and then to see where we are not even a year later, yeah. it's, it's kind of disappointing how, like, who, who did you slingshot from WrestleMania into a big year? Roman Reigns, who you would have done that anyway, right? Like, it's yeah. just that nothing, you had so many great things to come off of with that match and you really didn't build any of them. Like, one of the ones who came away the best from that was Matt Riddle in a match we forgot about because he got yeah. rogue kicked to high holy hell. And yeah. everyone was like, oh, this guy's actually like
1: super tough. So let's yeah. get behind him. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And and, and you, you mentioned like slingshotting. We should be talking about Bianca and Rhea Ripley here. We should yes. be, yeah. But again, we're Jesus, yeah. Awful. It just makes me sad, man. It yeah, makes me sad. And again, like going back to my rant, like, does how, how do you expect me as a fan, or even as a person who watches your product, to get interested in it when you have hotshot booking, you have start stop booking, and then also possible releases like it's yeah. it's so fucking hard to be a wwe fan it really is even, yeah like it's it's thank god you have options yes
0: and that's the thing and that's something we talk about every time like there is yeah. enough good pro wrestling out there that if you don't like something or if you don't like the people involved for whatever reason there's enough options you know whether that's yeah. in your local area or whether that's on television or whatever it is we, we always stress this at the end of all these shows support what you like because like we, yeah. we've seen that this this wrestling industry can be a motherfucker sometimes and yeah. especially for these performers who put it all on the line for our entertainment and so yeah. if, if you have some and you have the means to do it um like i i know i know this last year has not been kind to people um but if you if you have the means to do it then support what you like because there's a lot of good stuff happening out there that deserves to be supported. 100%.
1: And like, I still have my new Japan subscription, which I don't plan on giving up. And I'll, I'll be honest, as soon as AEW inevitably comes out with their own subscription based form or whatever it is, I'll be the first one to sign up for it because again, I'm supporting something that brings joy into my life and something that I can genuinely say that I look forward to watching. Like I, I I can't tell you how many times that I'm at work and I'm not on Twitter on Wednesdays and Fridays a whole lot because I don't want to spoil something for myself when it comes to dynamite and rampage. Because right. I, I I genuinely look forward to coming home after work and watching those two products. And of course, like during yeah, like this year's G1 was was not so great, but like anytime the G1 is on, like I again make it a point to not be on my phone all the time because I don't want to spoil any results for myself. Like I want to watch it when I want to watch it and I want to be, I want to have that same thrill and excitement and the same Holy shit moments that I usually do when I watch, you know, new Japan or AEW. And so, yeah, yeah, like support what you like. And, and yeah, because there's like the world is already a shitty place, especially now. And why work yourself up into, more negativity and more just disappointment when you know you can rely on something that's consistent i guess
0: yeah the the world is shitty why why make it worse with shitty wrestling like and and, we should make that a t-shirt
1: yeah we should and especially for you know people like us like we both suffer from mental illness and one of the things that brings joy into both of our hearts. And I'm, I, I can speak for you, I guess here is good wrestling. Like yep. we're both wrestling fans. And with that said, like, again, why bring more negativity into your world when you can watch something great and feel good about it afterwards, like, Holy shit, I can't wait for next week or I can't wait for Saturday or whatever it is. So, right. Yeah.
0: Know. Yeah. I think a, a good note to end this on, sir. Thank you. Uh, this has been fun being able to do these uh, a few times yeah, a man. year. Yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, thank you to you for uh, for, for stopping by uh, a number of times this year. And I will definitely be having you back uh, in 2022. Uh, but, yeah, thanks, man. And uh, happy holidays
1: and uh, happy new year. Hey, man, you too. Uh, all the best to you and yours. And, yeah, look forward to it in the next year, my friends. All right, thank
0: you very much to G for taking some time out of his schedule to record those with us here. And thank you to you. Uh, 2021, obviously, an interesting year for you, boy. Uh, So if you have been, whether you're like die since day one, or if you just heard about the podcast like a week ago and you started downloading, I really appreciate it. I'm really trying to make this kind of the only thing that I have to do. So uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever possible. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. I am definitely not married to much on this show. So if there's something you want me to talk about more or less, send me an email, couch Diary at yahoo.com. You can find me on social media. Twitter and Instagram. I am at Klein and I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. This is Couch Potato Diary from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. Call Clearwater Cleaning Solutions at 403-274-3998 and book a residential cleaning this week and go into a draw to win your cleaning on them. That is 403-274-3998 and mention that you are calling from the podcast. Our place looks fantastic. I cannot stress enough the amazing job that they did. We didn't entirely know what to expect when they came over and a couple hours and the place looks brand new, Uh, so cannot recommend Clearwater Cleaning Solutions enough, and please support the people who support this show. I hope this has been as fun for you guys as it's been for me, and yeah, I will talk to you all in 2022. I'm out.